Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Monday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are having a conversation around getting your needs met. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that I am recording from my best friend's place in Chicago, having just arrived and really getting settled in and spending some time with the people that I love. I feel so happy to be here. My thorn is that when you're listening, I'm already home and while I'm sure that I'm happy to be home, that's not, (laughs) that's not the thorn. The thorn is more so just like the distance in the amount of time between like what's happening for me now and when you're listening to this. I'm looking forward to kind of being back to those things being closer together. My bud is that today is my first full day in the city And I'm looking forward to just being here with my friends, having a very simple, chill time, working from somewhere new. If you don't know, working from somewhere new is my favorite feeling. Like, I think I like it more than vacation because I have, like, objectives and that relaxes me. Like, I like having something to pour into and, like, put my excess energy. And the way that I travel is really just kind of, like, pretending like I live somewhere. I'm not a big tourist attraction type of person. I don't, I'm not a big sightseer, but I just want to like go to the grocery store, go to the coffee shop, take walks around the city, go to the markets. Like that's kind of my travel vibe. And so it's just fun to have something to do while I'm here. Now I want this conversation to be a proactive one, helping you to identify and name what you do want and not just what you don't want. I think sometimes we have easier time accessing what we wish other people were doing what we don't like, what doesn't feel good to us, but I think it's helpful and more action-oriented if we think about it in terms of what do I want, what does feel good to me, because when we pour more of what we do want into our lives, there's significantly less time for the things that we don't want, and when things feel really good, when we treat ourselves really well, our tolerance for being treated poorly goes down and therefore we're able to really assess like, whoa, this doesn't feel good. I'm going to come from that approach of like, what do I want? I think knowing what we want is one of the most crucial skills that we can bring into our relationships. And, And whether this is a work dynamic or a romantic relationship, or even with your family, being able to communicate your needs effectively is so helpful. And honestly, I think the Enneagram is great in the sense that it shows us what we may be doing that is harming our ability to ask for what we need in a way that actually works for us. So I want to explore the contribution we make to our relationships when it comes to asking for what we need. My hope is that this helps you to either push through what is keeping you from speaking up or find ways to communicate more effectively. Now, the first thing that we need to do when we're thinking about our needs is to get really clear on what those needs are, what needs aren't getting met. And this is a practice I recommend doing on a very regular basis, maybe daily, weekly, or monthly, whatever works for you. I do this practice every single day and get clear on what it is that you need. If you aren't driving right now or on the elliptical, 
it may be a good time for you to grab a pen and paper because you can just do these exercises along with me and kind of use this as a real-time self-exploration. So the first question I want you to ask yourself is, where do I feel depleted? Where in your life do you feel drained? What is taking energy away from you? Where do you feel like you have the least amount of desire to show up? The second question is, do I feel like I am overgiving in any of my relationships? What would make it feel like it were more equal? Then three, do I have enough alone time? Do I feel connected? Four, what do I see other people having that I would like in my life? Can I create an environment where I can have that? Now, we talked a lot about envy last week. If you haven't explored those episodes, that might be helpful in this journey as well. But just kind of think about the things that other people have that you think you want. And can you create a situation in which that's something that's available to you? Or even the feeling you think that thing is going to provide for you is available to you. And finally, what do you wish you had in this season or this day or this week specifically? Just take some time when you can to run through these questions, see what comes up. And once we know what needs we'd like to be met, we can explore why we want those things in the first place. For every situation that you listed before, you can write down next to that what would be available to you on the other side of getting that need met. So what's the vision you have for meeting those needs? You know, are you going to feel happier? Are you going to feel more free? Are you going to have more time, more space, more energy? And once you have your needs and your vision, take a moment and ask yourself for each one of these needs, if this is a need you can meet for yourself, or are there boundaries that need to be set, time that needs to be allocated for it, expectations to communicate, what needs to happen to get you to the point where this need can be met? And once you've done this, it's time for us to explore the part of you that is afraid to ask others to support you. So I have some more questions for you to explore in this regard. The first one is, can you think of a time that someone asked you for support in getting their needs met? Kind of pull that memory up for yourself and think about when a time that that's happened where it felt absolutely fine for you, like not a problem. I don't feel offended by this. I feel excited for you to get that need met. How did they ask? What did they ask for? What felt easy? And then think about a time when someone asked for their needs to be met and it felt offensive or uncomfortable. It felt like too much to ask. How did they ask and what did they ask for? And then take a few moments and find common denominators in the times that have felt easy for you to meet someone else's needs and the times that didn't feel as good. So now you have some data about how to ask well, what doesn't feel good, and some information around like maybe what you're particularly sensitive to or what you have the easiest time offering people. Another fun thing about this practice is sometimes when you think about times other people have asked for their needs to be met, you don't feel like you've ever been offended or like this is not really a problem. And you can own the fact that like, oh, if I feel this way, other people are probably going to feel that way when I ask for my needs to be met. So it's maybe not such a big deal. The other side of that is if you're like when people ask for their needs to be met, it's very annoying to me, very frustrating for me. Maybe then on the, that's why you feel like you can't ask for your needs to be met because you think everyone's thinking like you are, but just so you know, there are a lot of people out there who 
don't mind when that happens and who don't feel offended by it, who don't feel like they're over-sacrificing to meet your needs. Now, once you've explored how to ask for things in a way that is receptive and release the expectation that people won't be supportive, let's explore a few practical tips for making the request. So this is like step-by-step -step guide on how you can kind of introduce this, this conversation. The first is just make sure that you are okay with whatever their answer may be. Because the truth is, we can request for someone to meet our needs, but that doesn't mean that they will be willing to. And we can't control how they respond. We control what we choose to do with the information that's given to us. So if I ask a partner, hey, a need that I have is quality time once a day, and that partner says, that's not something that I can offer you, then you get to choose how you respond to that. Like, is that mean this is, is this a deal breaker for me? Is this a place where we can find kind of a compromise or a middle ground? But you can own your part of the process, which is you can control that you make the request and you can control how you respond to their response to you, but you have to release the expectation that they will respond either negatively or positively because the truth is we have no control out however how they will choose to respond to you. And it's not worth not asking out of fear that they won't respond the way that you want them to, right? You need to know the truth either way and it's worth the conversation. This next question is, when you think about these needs and you think about the request, can you meet your own needs here first? So are there areas in which you can meet those needs. You know, am I, are you seeking more encouragement? Are you seeking more free time? Where are you limiting your access to self-affirmation, limiting your access to free time? And really start with yourself and then ask yourself, are there needs that you are trying to meet on your own that you really need support with? So maybe there are needs that you're trying to meet without outside help and you're just kind of over, you're doing so much for yourself but it kind of, you need someone to participate in it. And who is that person and how can they support you? And then finally, maybe some of these needs, there's a professional who can meet that need. Maybe you have, you can have someone come clean your house once a month. Maybe you can outsource that graphic design project that you keep putting off. Or maybe you can hire a therapist or a coach to kind of walk you through things that you're kind of struggling with internally. That is the process of just like, okay, and then what's left over here is what you really need to ask for. You know, this is what we kind of know which things are yours, which things are professionals, which things are going to a loved one. And from there, we'll move into, now what does this mean for you based off of your specific Enneagram type and actually getting the confidence to ask for what you need specifically. But first, in today's episode, I wanna give you a challenge and that's can you choose just one need in your life to address today? Just pick one, start small and give yourself what you need. Ask someone for support, give yourself the support that you're craving, outsource something that you've been putting off and see how it feels. If you do, tag me on Instagram and let me know because I want to celebrate with you. And tomorrow we're gonna go into what could arise for you in this process by Enneagram type, so stay tuned for that. 
As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.